Welcome to another edition of Consensus on Reality. Before we get into today's episode, we would like to invite you to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash consensus on reality. For just $5 a month, you can access exclusive episodes, written content, and more. Join the discussion over at patreon.com slash consensus on reality to help support our show. Now here's the episode. about today i'm joined by my friend here ben <laughs> are you there <laughs> i was thinking about uh what to say i was like we're here live from the region of the digital twins the, the land oh of simulation so yeah dude i mean this but I didn't say that. yeah we're, there's a, we have so many i don't know things that like Seemingly, from the uh, the the start of the race, didn't seem to be super connected. I don't think, but yeah, um, kind of weird how that uh, kind of co mingled <laughs> or whatever the word is. I guess everything does in the end, but yeah, I just I kind of started. We were going to talk about this SWS, the Sentient World Simulation, and then I saw somewhere crypto terrestrial by mac tani's which i've been meaning to read for like 10 years now he's like one of those sort of mysterious death ufologists but you know maybe not but you know how that goes uh mysterious in quotes but his theory for some reason kind of gels with whatever we're talking about here i can't quite say why but i guess we'll kind of hash it out yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, Ghost in the Machine kind of connections with his crypto terrestrials. Um, oddly enough, you know, the title kind of has a different ring to it now. The book was what right. written in um, 2010, is that right? Or 2000? 2000? He died in 2009, I think. He died so. in 2009. Okay, so I see it got published in 2010. Yeah, it was a posthumous thing. He and well, I guess the big connection is that his blog was, uh, I think, Post-Human Blues. Uh-huh. Um, yep, I was looking at that earlier. Some cool And he stuff. would write about all of this stuff, like UFOs from a sort of post-valet, post-keel kind of perspective. Although his he sort of, I guess, settled on this description of the UFO event as a, almost kind of like a throwback to <laughs> Hollow Earth type stuff, except without the, you know, the necessity of like a literal Hollow Earth. It's more like a a hidden sort of earth funny because um you know that dude was just getting owned and roasted on right. twitter but when you i mean from the out from the outside it's like you're talking to a chatbot man like it's not sentient right. but I, if you look at like what's being done with our data um how it's being collected how it's being integrated in into active simulations right now um and and basically yes. these mo- we're being modeled I mean, this is something that I was texting you about, which is kind of like fucked up and insane, is that us 
talking about sentient world simulation right now is is being integrated into our data models of ourselves in sentient world right. simulation. So yeah, I guess yeah, they're kind of mining like our our sentience or our our consciousness as or at least the outward appearance of it as a way to map that and what's i mean what's the ramifications of that in the future though like uh, if 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 our like digital um doppelganger is existing in some sort of like hellscape with ramifications based on what we've done now with our smartphones in our hands our awareness of sws like sure i mean i don't know man i mean I, i assume that like all things like this. I think like, you know, the metaverse, for example, is like this really ham fisted attempt at like sort of broaching the subject, like being like, well, hey, what if? And then but of course at the same time, it's kind of like the UFO thing, like or even the drone thing. Like all this stuff, like it sounds kind of goofy, and I know a lot of people don't think that this is true, but like, you know, deeper realms of the military have already had this technology for quite a while Mm -hmm. and have developed it to like and it's not even that hard to figure this out like lately i think we've both been kind of looking at like defense news websites and stuff like that and it's all like pretty plain yeah it's out there i mean i mean even you know briefly to go back to ufos like that whole those congressional hearings um and the whole tic tac thing has kind of been exposed at this point to be hypersonic drone swarms that were yeah. toying with the naval ships on the West Coast. Um, at least some of them, though. Like, you know, a lot of course. Know, the ones they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, there's like, you know, mothership locking on radar and right. stuff like that. But, you know, what is being recognized right now is the development and, and, and use of hypersonic right. drone swarms that can be... I think Greenfield was talking about that last week, too. Yeah, and, and we have... Uh, a project called glide breaker that is mm. meant to basically be able to lock in and collide with these um, hypersonic drones uh, and, and destroy them with inertia. Um, it's pretty <laughs> wild though. I mean, like thinking a lot about, you know, the current state of, of, of weapons um, and warfare um, hypersonic weapons are really crazy because, you know, we're still talking about conflict with Russia in terms of, well, they have this many nukes and we have this many nukes. And if they yeah. fire their nukes, we fire our nukes. But hypersonic um, weapons basically like evade um, defense systems. Like they, they, they have an erratic trajectory that right. can evade like the current paradigm of, of radar locking onto, you know, conventional nuclear warheads. So yeah, that's why we're. Like the, that's what this yeah. whole conversation is about. Like the yeah the the arms race kind of plateaued for a while and now it's kind of on again, <laughs> yeah. like, but on a different level. Um, and and how AI plays into that, um, sure, is is pretty massive too. To whatever extent it does, I mean, I, I imagine quite a bit. And like it's so plain. Like I was talking to somebody about just like every single person I ever talked to about like having sort of these uncanny experiences of being profiled and then sort of presented back to yourself. 
um, or your fears being presented back to yourself in the form of advertising or your desires or like a sort of misshapen kind of caricature of your desires. Like, yeah, well that, I mean, everyone has this experience and that's just like what's being publicly presented for like the, you know, capitalist class. Yeah. But I think that the real utilization of these technologies are probably happening in these simulated environments. Like it would not really surprise me if there was like a full digital twin that sort of actually existed in a simulated world already. Like it does. not even like, it, right. I mean, it does. You know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So? It, it is. It's right. It's, it's here. Look, I mean, Okay. I know. Well, that's that's where the con- that's where the conceptions of metaverse visit and join at Patreon.com/slash/consensusonreality for exclusive episodes, written content, and more. I repeat, Patreon.com/slash/consensusonreality for horrible spells and artificially intelligent overlords.